Alrighty, welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze Man of Steel by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Nathan. You can also find me on social media at No Clutch Nate. And I'm Cassandra Fredrickson uh, from Lord of the Rings Minute and DuelingGenre.com. And I'm Norman Mitchell of the same. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome. <laughs> yeah. And today on Man of Steel Minute, we are talking about number 76. And it starts with uh, a bit of tension between Feora and uh, Colonel Nathan Hardy. Uh, and then the minute ends with Feora telling Lois Lane that the atmospheric uh, composition of our ship is not compatible with humans. So, um, we do get a lot of Feora in this minute. Well, and the, yeah, it's like the, the most lines she has. It's like, the, yeah, they <laughs> really showcase her in this one. Um, I kind of had a question. I didn't, I didn't know if it was, um, I don't know. Is there makeup? I don't know how to ask that question. <laughs> Kryptonian makeup? Is, is that there, what you're trying yeah, to say? Yeah, exactly. I don't know if there's makeup. I mean, she looks like she's wearing makeup, but I don't want to assume. And like, maybe she's just that beautiful naturally as an actress. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> She's probably I'm wearing to think makeup. Of like what kind of? Yeah, yeah, prob- but, probably. But so, okay, well, she's obviously wearing makeup as an actress. But is there Kryptonian makeup? That's the question. Ooh. I guess I yeah. would. Yeah, why not? They're an they advanced civilization. That's true. I'm sure they have. Uh, but they're like all kinds of things. But they're like they're like robots now. <laughs> they're like programmed. They're like oh, I'm just test tube babies so like, like personal appearance just goes out the window once you once you get to that like oh no we're, we're all just robot babies so we don't need to look good for each other well it's like if you're cloned then they like make you look as good as you can right then they like the so you so like in the fetal stages is that the word they like sure they, they like, like code the makeup <laughs> they code eyeliner on yeah like, oh, I, I was about what to say what's like, the what's the code for eyeliner and lipstick i need that what's yeah the, what's the <laughs> genetic code can you get different colors can the parents like you know dictate what color mm-hmm. eyeliner you want your kid to have did it's someone like, go full david bowie with their kid that sounds amazing that's something i want to see <laughs> yeah it's like, like there's it's, ziggy stardust the kryptonian out here somewhere yeah we need to get into this. <laughs> so, what if like there's like musician guild out of like crypt- like the arts guild or whatever, and like some are musicians, and like they have like Kryptonian versions of like Earth artists. Like there's Kryptonian Prince, there's Kryptonian <laughs> David Bowie, oh, man. Kryptonian the... Alex Cooper. Hair metal no, is a very uh, no... very tenuous time. Hair metal, Kryptonian, yeah, Kryptonian <laughs> musical history. Kryptonian glam rock band. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. I don't know. That, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. It's a good question. I don't know. I feel like maybe there. there I, I think there's no makeup because there's no creativity on Krypton. You know, like everything's black. Everyone's like having a bad day. So it's like <laughs> makeup's not a thing. It's like like Logan's Run. Uh, yeah. I don't know if that was a right, correct reference. There wasn't. I'm thinking. I'm confusing it with something else. Don't worry about it. Let's move on. <laughs> yep. Oh, oh, cool. <laughs> we'll leave that as an open-ended question. <laughs> um, but you know, we actually see uh, some other female Kryptonians in this whole week, really. So we'll kind of go off that, I guess. 
right? We we see multiple in the week. I thought that we uh, yeah that's we see later we on. see a couple. We see All a right. whole bunch of Kryptonians we'll this get week. So yeah, we'll get there. So maybe we'll have to like pause it and see if if they're wearing variation of eyeliner. Well, <laughs> or lipstick. We know they're wearing. We okay. We're, Cover okay, up. Okay, we're done. Maybe <laughs> we know they're wearing makeup. We just don't know <laughs> if that's a real thing in the universe. What so. is the normal Kryptonian foundation like? What's just the everyday Mary Kay brand that you can get? <laughs> I mean, my question at and that point is, if, like, on. if makeup is a thing, then, like, are there contact lenses to change eye color? Well, no, because they're engineered, oh, so they're perfect, right? Yeah. Right, but what if yeah, someone just wants it. to look different on the day? That, that's not encouraged. Here on Krypton, we Yeah, all you equal. can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it was, like, when the first people started, when, like, the, uh, the artificial birthing was, like, first, you know, the, the few hundred years that... It first came out there was like people that wanted to like change things about them so like i don't know they took like stimulants to change like their dna and to make them have different eye color like that cat woman in uh hunger games it's like that like they have to go through like oh, yeah. plastic surgery yeah. kind of like those and then like they all just died because they got <laughs> killed by the wall council and everything i'm s- i'm sorry i brought up that question about makeup <laughs> um there you so go. um Feora is talking to Colonel Hardy because she wants Lois Lane to accompany her and Kal-El to General Zod. And uh, she tells, well, Nathan Hardy doesn't want to do that. And Feora asks him, shall I tell the general you're unwilling to comply? Um, Which this right here is like the birth of their somewhat of a a rivalry between the two. Yeah, I wrote that too. Um, So like this is the start of it. Like they don't like each other. They're basically, they're representing their people more than anyone else is like because she's representing all the everyone on the black zero um but he delivers you know the greatest response you could do in that situation which is a very um standoffish almost like a like a a poker move like showing his teeth yeah basically he's like i don't care what you tell him um so i thought that was really cool i thought that you know kudos to him for standing his ground um and not giving into basically terrorism Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, so and I then he lets cool. her go anyway, so, you know. Well, yeah, she she does comply. But, you know, I think we see later on, uh, what is it? Like, Swanwick kind of, like, looks at Hardy after the Kryptonians leave with both Lois and Kal-El. They, they look at Hardy, and Hardy just kind of has, like, a sigh of relief. And he, like, he's like... It's like Ooh, that was scary. It's <laughs> like, he basically are pushing it you know you're like be careful now you could start you know uh intergalactic war mm-hmm. man basically yeah so it's like you kind of have to use that card but at the same time if they call your bluff you know you're going to war so but he has to and i i, I don't hate him for like not complying does that make sense yeah no like it's it sounds I, like it, it's what he was supposed to do yeah it's like you know supposed to do that but i i do i do applaud him for doing that versus just being like oh yeah sure just take take that girl you want that other girl too like (laughs) (laughs) what about this guy have him (laughs) i'll come with you whatever (laughs) um so yeah that that was pretty cool um what i thought was also interesting was was cal's face uh right when you know lois lane decides you know it's okay I'll go. It doesn't, you know, let's not make a big deal out of this right now. And Cal has like this reaction of like, 
Oh, wow. shit. Because, yeah, because like <laughs> my relationship with her now puts her in danger, and it's like something that he's experiencing for the first time, and he needs to get used to that because... Because <laughs> we all know how that story ends up. Yeah. <laughs> so. Classic damsel in distress over here. But, you know. <laughs> I don't know if she's in distress, though. I think she... She feels not yet. Well, yeah, she feels like obligated, like you know, like this could be an intergalactic war, so I might as well stop it while I have a chance. You know? Well, do you think she thinks that? Like she has the power to stop it? Like why does she just like so easily just be like, yeah, of course I'll go with them? Because they could just start fighting. Right yeah, here they could now. just blow. Do you think like, that was it? Yeah, uh, she's like a civilian, and this is an alien ship with. Who knows what for technology right. and a bunch of soldiers? For all she knows, they could just blow all the, all, like the whole Earth up right now if she doesn't go with them. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. If I were in person, you think she's doing that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think she's just like, well, it's this or everybody dies. Yeah. So here I go. Might as well. Also, I like this guy. Does I just that? Met. He's kind of cool. <laughs> Who yeah. Hardy? No, with his Superman. Or it's just oh. like it's like, oh yeah, of course I'll go with my boyfriend. Shh, we're not boyfriend girlfriend yet. Yeah, and that's that's the look on his face. <laughs> like, oh no, we're not there yet. <laughs> like, Too girl, soon. please, oh, come on. I'm not ready for you to meet yeah. my family yet. Right, <laughs> it's, it's exactly, exactly what, what it happened. Yeah. Um, do you think that Kryptonian attack ship like equals the force that they have right now? What do you mean? Like, so if there was an altercation, like if you know bullets did start flying is that the only kryptonian attack ship that you're saying no i'm saying does can that attack ship take on everyone right there i'm sure i'm yeah, sure it's got like so. some sort of shielding to yeah. it that like it'll just block all the projectiles from those tanks and stuff and then just start going at it right. man it's not crazy. to mention that like we know that uh Feora could just destroy all these guys without a thought basically especially if she gets the jump on yeah them. there's not really much they can I'd do about it that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it happened, I'd be like, "Well, more, more Feora always is." I think that's our slogan. That's that's been our slogan. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I think we have a. <laughs> she doesn't have I a whole lot of lines in printed. this movie. No, but she doesn't need to. I don't know. There's something about her that I'm like, "Yeah, you're cool," and just like it's just the right amount of Feora. I don't know. She's, yeah. She's pretty cool. She's just there. She's like badass, and I'm okay with that. Um, but yeah, we once she, once like Lois does comply to go with her, and they're going to this uh, the attack ship with Kal-El, Um We get some really nice detailing, or we get like a, a like a good look at all the detail of Feora because she turns around, and we get to see some really nice detail of like the back of her helmet and the way that that's like. Um, the markings that they do on that and like her right shoulder guard and like her cape like we just get a really nice shot of what a kryptonian would would wear to almost battle i don't know yeah because they're a cape society uh and i really like that i really like she has a cape i love the i love the one shoulder guard i thought i think it's pretty neat um and then like just yeah the helmet itself is just really cool to look at so really nice design work um, I'm hoping we get to see more alien esque stuff like this later on in this in this in the... cinematic universe. Oh, yeah. yeah, like yeah. I mean, like if if we think about it hard, like this movie is so alien heavy that like we we're almost overlooking the fact that this is establishing other extraterrestrial culture, yeah, culture. in this universe. Yeah, so establishing it's, it's like, 
alien lore and whatnot. Yeah. So I think it's pretty cool. Um, I really like I, I really it, like a lot of the Kryptonian costuming in this movie. That's one of the things I always kind of remember about it. Yeah, they really um, revitalized or like revamped and really explored uh, Kryptonian mythology and, and the culture and everything. Oh, yeah. Just based off of Superman's symbol, like that was the starting point. So like to see everything come because of that design, um, it's it just falls into place so well. And it looks mm-hmm. believable. It looks cool. Um, everyone's in black, so it looks even cooler. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. And then, they yeah. got to tell you they're hardcore, so all they wear is black. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like that shot of um, them going into the the little pod, and the contrast between her cape and um, Clark's cape is really cool. I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the contrast. Yeah. We were talking with uh, Crystal Beth last week, and we were talking about like how because there's no creativity on their world, everything is black. And then you look at Superman, who's embodying color mm-hmm. and like like bright colors compared to them, and like it just shows that he represents something that Krypton is no longer, and that's basically freedom yeah. and creativity and and chance and whatnot. So yeah, it's really cool there. Um, but that's, you know, I mean, the Kryptonians are cool in their own badass black way. Um, we see another Kryptonian named Carvex, who's kind of hanging out by the scout ship. Um, and she's, you know, another female Kryptonian. So it's, it's, I think it's a pretty badass group that it's like, you just have like this attack ship full of like strong Kryptonian women that are just like, Hey, we're here to like make demands (laughs) and you guys got to pay up to it. So pretty cool. And her, outfit is different than Feora's, but it's still kind of cool to see, like it's still cool to look at and i like that they have different pieces of armor uh even though they're women like it's not like everyone wearing the same thing kind of bikini chain mail yeah, yeah there you go <laughs> no <laughs> um i think like their outfits are like cosplay worthy like that would be badass oh like, yeah I of would, course yeah, I think seeing that, like, someone make something like that, that would be cool to see, so. Do you think the difference um, I'm, I'm, in their um, their outfit is, like, a rank designation? Like, Feora is a higher rank, so she has the outfit that she wears, and then the other one is, like, a lower rank, so that's what she's wearing? Yeah, it could be. I think it's the cape. Oh, okay. Just the cape? I think I think the cape might be the, the, the significance. Yeah, the mm. significance. And however big um, your cape I don't know, is, I was kind of how thinking. important you are. <laughs> Yeah. If you have a floor like cape, like, yeah. you're the man. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Zod's cape's pretty long. Zod's cape was like furry, and yeah. like it was like, yeah, he had a big deal cape. He was like, check out this cape. You see me in this cape? <laughs> cape? Look at this. Yeah. Yeah. So check that out. Um, it's like a no, cape she, presentation cool. ceremony. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's like getting Medal of Honor, but like you get like this big ass cape. You get a cool cape. I'm into that. I'm okay with that. Yeah. You like kneel down, they I'm, like I'm, put it on you all flashily. <laughs> you get to stand up and spread your arms and, and show off the cape. cape. Yeah, that's like being knighted. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with that. I think that's how it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> Carvex, who's in this scene, uh, she's played by Samantha Joe, who. Um, We'll, re- we'll come back in the Wonder Woman film as another, as an Amazonian, the Amazonian this time. Uh, her name is uh, Yuboa. 
Um, no, you boa. No, you boa. <laughs> um, it's it's five five vowels, one consonant. <laughs> it's like that's almost like someone had to like have that thought. Be like, hey, how can we only have like one consonant and all these vowels in a name? <laughs> all right, I'll try. I'll see what I can do. It took the guy the entire weekend to make one name. One name. Oh, you can only use vowels and yeah. one consonant. Is it? Um, is there like two O's and an A at the end of it? It's E U B O E A. <laughs> you Bowie? Uboa? I don't know. I have no I think idea. Uboa? Yeah. It's, Ebola. Yeah, I'm going to say Ebola. Ebola. <laughs> Ebola. <laughs> um, she's, uh, she's actually the stunt double for Antia Feora. Uh, over here so oh cool when they do stunts samantha joe is actually the stunt double for her that's cool it's good that they're like using the same yeah. bodies that they have on set so they're just like hey you want to be in it you can just put on another kryptonian thing yeah it's like ray park being that one uh naboo soldier in episode one in yeah. phantom menace there yeah. you go it's like oh well <laughs> i guess yeah, put this I, on, you're here there. so i guess wear this and then we'll shoot you yeah so does that mean like feora had multiple like kryptonian armors and they were like here you want to just wear the other one and stand in there well is the actress wearing real armor yeah if the, it's not Feora. not Feora, but the other Feora is wearing real armor but we don't know if her stunt double is but like if she also has to wear it then maybe hmm. maybe it is the same armor and maybe there is no difference except the cape yeah there we go square We'll leave that question and the makeup one out there. You guys hearing, let us know what you think. Kryptonian fashion week over here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like it. I like it a lot. Hey, and here it was in town this week. Nice. <laughs> There's a Snapchat story for it. It's called Ooh. Kryptonian Fashion Week. <laughs> KFW. 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 There you go. Um Let's see. So Feora leaves uh, once they get on the ship and they, you know, they basically blast off at the speed of light. They get into orbit um, and Feora leaves for a bit. And then Cal, to me, I haven't seen this movie in its entirety since we started this. So I didn't know what was coming up, really. But he it almost looks like he's going to, like, reach for Lois's hand like they were holding hands a couple minutes ago. But it kind of before you know it like he's not trying to hold her hand he's trying to hand her something he's trying to be a sneaky mofo yeah which to me makes me wonder does he have a plan all along like he was trying to get near zod like i'm sure he realized the importance of his command key and probably thought like oh they're gonna they're gonna take this from like they're gonna search me they're gonna take this from me and they're gonna screw me over over here so i guess i should just not have this on me and chances of them patting down lois i don't know man it's uh, yeah the tsa <laughs> agents pat down everyone there's no escape <laughs> they put they put you through like the test tube with like the revolving magnetic yeah. thing, and they find out right they got you <laughs> there's no escape from it this is the kryptonian travel uh, board there's no contraband allowed on this spacecraft yeah. yep um <laughs> And then if they're overbooked, they just throw you off the attack ship. Oh, no. It's <laughs> true. There you go. It's true. <laughs> there you go. Confirmed. Um, what if, uh, or maybe Cal just didn't have pockets. You know? He's like, yo, you got a lot of pockets. You got that uh, vest on. 
There's pockets on that Here, vest. I see them. It is like a skin tight spandex yeah. outfit. So I mean, I guess yeah. There's probably not a pocket on there. And if there was, <laughs> just just ima- he just puts it in the pocket, and then Zod just kind of looks at him, looks down at his pocket. It's just like you're hiding something. <laughs> It's like this little. Just, is that a command key in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> there there's just, there's just a little bump, and Zod's just like, "What's that? Gimme." Yeah. That's how every is... fan fiction starts. Yeah, I is guess. Is that a command key, or are you just happy oh, to see man. me? <laughs> yeah, I like it. No. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> oh man. Oh, we're professionals. But yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I feel. I feel like he has a plan. I feel like this was like, I don't know, like a strange ploy the whole time where he's like, I don't know what to do. But then he gets here and he's <laughs> like, I need you to hold on to this because... Because we're going to end up in a chamber. There's going to be a, a console and you're going to need to talk to my holographic father. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to we're gonna need the help of... That's Cal's thought. Yeah, yeah we're going to need the help of Force Ghost Russell Crowe. <laughs> <laughs> he should have just been like, hey, when... <laughs> His name, I'm going to tell you right now, his name's Jor-El. Don't he's, freak out. There's a guy, his name's Jor-El. He's cool. Yeah. You're going to think you you're going crazy. <laughs> you should have just handed it to her and looked at her and said, his name is Jor-El. And just left it at that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. But, like, the, the, the stoic look on his face, I mean, that says it all. Why, why do you need dialogue there? She, they, they understood each other. Oh, okay. This is your holographic dad. All right. I mean, if she wants to meet his family. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. This is how you call my dad. Here, here, hold. Yeah. Here, here. Thanksgiving's gonna be the meet him. Here you go. (laughs) Here, hold this. This is my dad. It's like, yeah. It's almost like what is that from Meet the Parents when they gotta see the vase of like the dead. Oh, the urn. Yeah, the urn. And it's like. That's like what that is. And it's like, oh, this guy's crazy. It's like, hey, I want you to introduce you to my dad. He's this little command key, and he's a really great guy. <laughs> I talk to him every day. This guy's fucking nuts. <laughs> it's just a Kryptonian cell phone. That calls into the past, yeah. I guess. It, 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 it can't like be the USB. past because it reacts to what's going it's on in true. front of it. It's like a it's Robo Dad. Computer Dad? I don't know. Robo Dad. It, computer dad? I like computer dad. <laughs> computer dad. It's the seeds to what could have been Brainiac. Brainiac. Ah, that's true. Ah, uh, you might be touching on some... You, you might you might be right on that aspect. Yeah. That technology can't only exist on Krypton. Well, yeah, I think uh, I think we'll see that in a, in a movie coming up. Not in June, but in November. But... What's that? What? What's that? What's oh, that I don't November? know. I'm making stuff up. Is there a movie coming out in November? I don't know. You looked yeah, at there me. Is. is there? Is it Man of Steel? Is it a sequel? No, it's Justice League. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were joking with me. No, I'm not. <laughs> Did I barely know what day it is? I can't, you can't ask me to talk about it. I don't even know it. what. What is this, a microphone? Yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah. Jo- <laughs> so, what were we talking about? Jor-El is basically the paperclip in Microsoft Word. <laughs> Dad? Yes, I think <laughs> I said that in the in previous episodes. I it think. looks like you're trying yeah. to escape a intergalactic prison. Yeah. Do you need a hand? Do you need you should help, use right? stronger language. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yo, the paperclip is my dad. That guy helped me so much. I know I was that little. guy raised me. <laughs> so much solid advice. It's very strong. Good grammar. <laughs> Great character. <laughs> oh man. Um, 
Uh, let's see. Uh, where are we at? You guys have anything? I'm drawing a blank, but I'm looking through my notes right now. Um, no, it's just like I don't I don't know if if the plan if there actually was a set plan that 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 Cal had had in his head. Is he thinking about like what he's gonna do? I mean, maybe I I think the whole reason the giving the command key to Lois was like it's safer with you than it is with me. Because mm-hmm. yeah. he well at the very least so. it'll probably take longer for them to decide to search the human. I'm sure that they barely look yeah. at it like it's important. It's like whatever. Yeah. As we'll find out hmm. at the uh, the end of this week. This inferior being. Yeah. Uh, I do. There is like one thing about this minute that like out of context watching it i'm just like oh wow that's like that's a little too much is the music as the ship takes oh, the off music cue, yeah. is like way over the top <laughs> mhm oh yeah once like the ship leaves and it like jettisons into orbit Those and it's like really this loud quick Hans Zimmer. it's like the smallest fanfare or like i don't know it just like you get the like the main theme of this film and then it like also ends like in a second as well but it also i know what you're talking about yeah it is why it just it's not like it's not that big of a moment it's just here we go well i mean he's gonna meet like the villain of the movie yeah i don't but like i don't know it just it it feels like way over the top for just like a ship taking off that's especially no yeah i understand that. i don't know that is on zimmer that's true yeah. it's just oh we have a we have a moment with where there's no other sound crescendo yeah <laughs> well it is like so what's going on here in this minute so we've we've been through a whole bunch of like basically some like a lot of character development parts like we haven't seen any action in a very long time so it's like now the aliens are making contact with the humans Kal-El's in his superman suit um they're you know taking him away so like when they landed there was a lot of the music was really building and then it was like here it's like all right it's building again because it's like it's i guess it's trying to get people pumped for like all right this is what we paid for it's it's, i mean it's a villain uh it's a villain introduction but we've already been introduced to the villain so like it almost goes back to what we've been saying in previous episodes where once you know they shot everything and then decided to put in the prologue in the beginning with them on krypton because if we hadn't seen Zod yet, it, this would be that big of a moment. We'd be like, oh, oh, man, they're going to the mothership. Like, they're about to meet the big bad guy. Yeah. But we've already but, seen but him. But we've already seen him, so it's it's kind of lost on us. I don't know. I still feel like that sort of a music cue, like, belongs just as they're, like, connecting with the mothership. Not, like, as they leave the planet. Yeah, I see what you're... Uh, yeah, I get I what think... you're saying. <laughs> It's weird because, like, they have, like, this little moment right here where they're like, oh, you're, like, your humans aren't compatible here. We're going to have to, like, put you in a suit or, like, we'll have to put this around your head and then, like. That's next week. I know, yeah. I know. But I'm saying, like, so they have, like, this little segment right here. And then when they go to the Black Zero, the music picks up again. So it's almost like this was, like, thrown in there. Yeah. Does that make sense? Because, like, from the time the ship leaves. Yeah, because they're building the music for, like, into an action sequence or, like, into something big and important. And then it's just like, here, have my dad. You should put on this breathing mask. Yeah. Have my dad. <laughs> here, have my dad. <laughs> um, I was going to say, but, it, you know, it does help um, with with the handing of the command key to Lois Lane. For us as an audience, 
obviously gives us the exposition of like, all right, they brought Joel with them, right? It <laughs> <laughs> sounds so silly, okay, right? By the way, my dad's got to come along. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but it helps build us suspense because like, with even like in this moment where I'm asking, all right, does he have a plan? Like, what's going on? Like, like the command key must be really important. So what's he what's he planning? And it helps us. Like it helps the suspense build because we don't know what's gonna happen. Like right now, they're really gearing up this film to like tell us, like, all right, get prepared because you know stuff's gonna go down, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh boy, I wonder what's gonna happen. And so like that's basically what's happening with the music and like the handing of the key here. Like they are trying to get us pumped for what we're about to see. Um, so I, I I guess that's that's all you can really take away from it. Um, really, I mean, I thought it was. I feel like he, I don't know, I, I, part of me thinks that he has a plan, or he has an idea of a plan, like he wants to do something, but... I think he's just winging it, man. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I get the feeling um, the Superman in this whole movie that he has no idea what's going on. Oh, yeah, and I'm pretty sure oh, that's yeah. what's supposed to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm saying he probably has, like, the idea of a plan, where he's like, oh, yeah, I guess we could use this. In case of an emergency, <laughs> um, why why am I still holding on? Talk to, to my dad. Why why am I still holding on? To this? Why didn't yeah. I bring this with me? Take this. I don't need this. Is there a trash can? Oh. Like, hey, do you want this? It's like when you hand someone like garbage, but like here, I want you to have this, and it's like a rolled up piece of paper. It's like. Dude, why would you give me this? It's like, a sick it. joke, like, Mark. <laughs> it's such a fun. It's such a funny little fake out moment though, because it does look like he's about to like take her hand and comfort because she's now in an alien ship, and he's just like, "Just kidding, take this." Yeah. Now I'm gonna <laughs> ignore you. Oh. Aww. Aww. Um. So yeah, Feyora returns with uh, what looks like a case for your tennis racket, and then she says. <laughs> You know, the atmosphere composition of our ship is not compatible with humans. So... So that's it. Yeah, and that's it. That's, it. How's, that's how the movie ends. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good movie. There you go. <laughs> yeah, great movie. Perfect. I stood up and applauded. <laughs> yes. The whole theater did, really. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, they loved... It was great. We had a great time. Yeah. It's <laughs> What happens next? <laughs> um... Yeah, that's all I. I mean, that's all I got out of this one. Um, great Feyora bits. Love the makeup. Love the design. Love the detailing. Don't know if the makeup's real <laughs> on their planet, um, but I'm inclined to believe that that's how she was born. So she woke up like that. Maybe she's um, born. With it. Car- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Carvex is cool. Nathan Hardy was cool in this. Um, did you guys have anything else for this minute? No, but I liked that you just like went like tried to bullet point everything that you <laughs> just talked about. Well, I'm just trying to make sure I wrote so much down, but I felt like I got through it so quickly. Like you were writing an essay, and it's like in conclusion, <laughs> in conclusion, yeah, you, you, uh, your pyramid at the end. You got to talk about in everything. In conclusion, again. it's just Feora's name with like hearts all over it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it yeah exactly just Feora. It's written all over the the cover of my notebook. So. <laughs> Etched it into my desk. Yeah, yo. I as want, long as no one's I'm carving it into what? their leg, I think we're okay. Oh god. Ooh, ooh. People do that. Going down some dark roads here. Yeah, what the? <laughs> People do that. You didn't go to high school. <laughs> all right. 
let's, mean? What does let's, that mean? Let's end this. Yeah, on that. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, let's go ahead and end this. Um, if you love what you hear, don't forget to... Okay, let me start this over again. Alrighty, guys, we're going to go ahead and wrap up for this uh, for today. Uh, if you love what you hear, don't forget to leave us a great review on iTunes. We love reading those out over the podcast for you guys to listen to. Um, if you guys are interested... We also have a couple other podcasts, Stellar Dynamics, which is the ultimate podcast for Rush fans. And we also have Honey Hold My Beer, which is just a podcast where two gals share craft beers and odd stories. And definitely check out Cass and Norm's Lord of the Rings Minute. It's some cool stuff. If you love Lord of the Rings, you're going to love that podcast. And we'll catch you guys tomorrow here on DC Cinematic Minute.